You're listening to Crazy Busy, the podcast for executives, entrepreneurs, and savvy fast trackers who want to start their week sane and end it that way too. Here's your host, growth strategist, executive coach, and millennial leadership mentor, Karen Bellantoni. Hello, my recovering perfectionists. I hope you have listened to the first part of this series. If you haven't, please go back and do that. This is really important. So before you apply the tools in this episode, please just make sure you do the exercise that I shared in the last one. From this point forward, I'm going to assume that you have done that. So I know it was probably a bit frustrating last week and I left you with a lot of pain points about being a perfectionist without a lot of solutions. But once you've taken this deeper look at how your perfectionism shows up and you understand the root cause, you can be more sensitive to your triggers. We're going to talk about triggers more in a minute. We're ready now to get into the tools. In order to teach you how this works, I need first to take you through something I call the perfectionist journey. If you're on my email list, you received the PDF download in your email today, along with this week's episode. If you aren't on my mailing list, then you can go to the link in my blog for this episode in the show notes where you can sign up to get the free download. Okay, so here's what it looks like. The perfectionist journey starts out with a trigger. This is when you notice that you're in fear or anxiety around a task instead of being in a focused state of joyful execution. Anything could end up being a trigger. Your boss sending you an email, checking in on the project, just feeling overscheduled in general and like you can't concentrate or someone looking at you funny on the way to work and it upset you and made you self-conscious. Once you're triggered in this way, the perfectionist will go into avoidance, saying things like, I don't have what I need. I'm not sure this is the right time or place. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Sometimes we don't even feel we're dressed properly. It's almost any excuse. Just like with this podcast, I put this off for a long time because I didn't know if I had the right material, if people would be interested, and even blaming the fact that I may not have the right microphone, you see. So almost all of us are guilty of this. Avoidance leads to procrastination. So if you're putting it off, completing frivolous tasks, and the fact that you're procrastinating makes you start judging yourself and having negative self-talk, that means you're likely in fear. Sometimes you can stop and ask yourself when you're in a state of procrastination uh, if you have all the information you need. Sometimes procrastination can actually be a positive tool. It can make us stop and say, maybe there's a reason I'm not moving forward with this project. Do I have all the questions answered that I need to get answered? Do I have all the people on board? Have I made arrangements to get to the meeting on time? So sometimes you have to look at that trigger and ask yourself, is there a reason I'm procrastinating? And maybe it's a good one that you can fill in the blank on. But unfortunately, most of the time, the procrastination is part of the perfectionist journey because we are delaying what we need to do out of fear. 
So once you are doing the negative self-talk and judging yourself, you go into exhaustion. This is the deepest place of lack where you're shooting on yourself, saying things like, I should have started earlier. I should have told that person I needed more time. I shouldn't have gone to dinner last night. Why do I always do this? And then right about then, something really interesting happens. You're really running out of time. You're starting to panic. And so you're moved into what I call a forced focus state. The fear of not getting it done in time has grown so strong and the fear of getting it wrong has gotten so strong that you're in survival mode. And so you skip the planning, you jump right in and you get the project done. Now you're in a state of false flow. It feels like flow, but you're actually using your adrenaline, racing to the finish line. Your anxiety is numb and you have a false sense of efficiency. You even confirm these thoughts with yourself by saying, see, I'm really good at banging this stuff out in the last minute. I went through my entire school life with that attitude, not really turning in anything of real value. Getting that homework done in the 11th hour, yeah, I checked a box, but was it really the kind of quality work I could have been contributing? It wasn't. And you might get it done in the last minute, and it might even be good, which further convinces you that you're okay. But here's the thing. How much better could it have been if you got to that point two weeks earlier and had time to evaluate, add to it, let it evolve, edit a little more, get more creative, get get other opinions on it? You really are missing out on the type of quality you could be submitting when you put yourself through this process, not to mention the stress. See, you really aren't getting it done anyway. You're jipping yourself out of a much more valuable deliverable. You might also be forcing flow by piling. Piling is a strategy and a technique of perfectionists. It's when you start piling more things on than you can possibly get done in a day because it activates that forced flow state rather than piling it on, use the planning tips that I gave you in episode one of this podcast called How Do You Know If You've Had a Good Day? The next page in the PDF handout is the perfectionist fast track. These are the steps you want to take if you have a project or something to work on that normally triggers your perfectionism. This tool will help you stay out of that forced flow state and the steps you saw on the perfectionist journey. The first thing you need to do is create space. That space needs to be devoid of fear and judgment to start working on whatever it is that you need to work on. Rather than judging yourself, neutralize your thinking. You can use affirmations that have worked for you in the past, or you can use self-talk that's neutralizing. Like, oh, that's interesting. I seem so concerned about what so-and-so might think about this project that I'm not getting started. Take away the judgments. Just observe yourself and get yourself out of fear. If you're working on something, clear your desk, clear the clutter, clear the distractions, and by all means, turn those notifications off. Get very clear about what it is you're going to do. What is the mission? 
What is your intention? What does success really look like for this project? In other words, make sure you're spending time getting ready to do the work before you just jump in and do it. During that getting ready part, you're removing the fear, you're getting excited, you're chunking the project, and you're finding a way to put a positive charge on this thing you want to do. Some people like to take a little minute to dance, or you can meditate, or you can go outside and get some fresh air, be in nature, eat a piece of chocolate, just do something that lights you up. Once you've cleared the space and you know what you're going to do and you're excited about it, you need to care for the project or the intention by just chunking it down into small bites. Small tasks can give you those little dopamine hits that let you know you're winning. It's better to get the dopamine hit from these little chunks of your project getting done than it is to jump to Facebook or your email. Set the timer if you need it and work in 45 minute sprints. Taking action and getting even one of those sprints done will bring you to a much more authentic flow state. If you're working in sprints, you need to actually stop though at the 45 minute mark. Even if you feel you're in a great flow, stop, take the break, walk away, because you're gonna go longer. You're gonna be able to do more sprints if you take those breaks. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it really works. Lastly, make sure you receive and accept the success you've cultivated by working this way. Be aware of the point of diminishing return. This is a place where many perfectionists are costing themselves energy, time, and quite frankly, their company's money. I'm going to explain the point of diminishing return. If your project starts at a point A, and the final piece of the project is at point D, and maybe going to point E or F would be going beyond or over-delivering, then certainly going to G, H, or I is the point of diminishing return. It's when the obsession to review, revisit, and return gets to a place where you are not adding any value, but you're just wasting time and energy. You can still over deliver a little if you want, but keep your focus on what truly needs to get done. Do that well and celebrate your success. When you keep going into that point of diminishing return, it's more disrespect to yourself. It's saying you're not done and that what you've done is not good enough. Remember, done is better than perfect. And if you can get ahead of yourself, you can always revisit on a new day with a fresh set of eyes, or you can move on to the next pieces once you've gotten buy-in from your other stakeholders. That's the perfectionist fast track. You may even want to print out this page, keep it on your desk so you can reroute yourself when the avoidance and procrastination starts to kick in. A final point, if you're a team leader, Teach this process to the people who work under you. Help them help themselves and you by implementing these techniques. If you still have people that really struggle with perfectionism, try to break them up from working on the same project. Multiple perfectionists extend the deadlines of projects and have the group point of diminishing return. This is costing you big time. Finally, Perfectionism is a lack of trust. All forms of control are a lack of trust. 
a lack of trusting yourself, a lack of trust in the universe or God or whatever you believe in ultimately, it's really not a key to anyone's success in the long term. Give yourself the gift of trusting that it's all going to be okay, that you've got this and that you have valuable work and insights to share with the world. Let me know how this goes. Reply to my newsletter or just reach out to me on social media. Share the project you're working on and how you're beating perfectionism. Until next time, leave crazy busy behind and become the leader I know you were meant to be. Thanks for listening to Crazy Busy with Karen Bellantoni. Find the free Perfectionist Fast Track download in the show notes and sign up for the newsletter at karenbellantoni.com.